listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Big Ten, the Big Ten is playing chess. The SEC is playing checkers. And the Pac-12, ACC, and Big 12 are playing hopscotch. Or jacks. Or rock, paper, scissors. I'm not a big fan of the concept of USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. But I fully understand the move, and it's the right move to make, both for the Big Ten and those two L.A. schools. We are moving to a place where conferences are going to be irrelevant. And my dad always told me, he's like, if you're about to get into a fight and you're in a situation where you're, you're somewhere, it's getting heated, a fight is inevitable, you might as well throw the first punch. And although the punch that was thrown by the SEC adding Texas and Oklahoma, you're still regional because Texas A&M is already in the SEC. Oklahoma is a neighbor of the state of Texas and adjacent to other SEC territorial schools. So you have not established that we will go into territories that are not traditionally our territories. And the Big Ten, with bringing in UCLA and bringing SC, who I love their fight song. I think we have a promo with their fight song. The Big Ten is basically drawn a line in the sand and said, we are going to embrace being a national conference. We're not just going to be focused on the Midwest anymore. They made moves when they added Rutgers. People laughed at them for adding Rutgers. But what people didn't realize, when they added Rutgers, they basically said, we're going to dominate the northeast quadrant of the country. So everything from the center of the country, from the continental divide, and north of the Mason-Dixon line, that's ours. Adding SC and UCLA, I think people don't understand. So all of my, all of my SEC honk friends were, were hitting me up. Over the weekend, well, it doesn't matter because Alabama is still, still better. Alabama is better. And eventually, Nick Saban is going to retire and Alabama will regress to the mean. But this isn't about Alabama being better. See, that's, that's checkers. We know that Alabama is going to win more national titles. We know that Georgia is probably going to win more national titles. We know that Texas with the oil money, Texas A&M with the oil money, they're going to have a chance to buy a roster, which is what TAMU has done, Ampersand University. Texas getting Arch Manning, we know that they're going to compete for national titles. We know that LSU with Brian Kelly will compete for national titles. We know that in some ways it could still be the SEC Invitational Tournament for the national championship game. We're not, we're not uh, confused there. What you rubes in the SEC don't understand is that the Big Ten can only compete with you if they make more money. We know that there's better talent 
in Anniston, Alabama, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in Liberty City down in Miami, in Apopka, Florida, in Valdosta, Georgia. We know there's better talent. There's, there's more speed in the SEC. They're better football players. It's warm. They can play all year round. There's a lot of talent in Texas. We get that. The only way the Big Ten can catch up to the SEC is to have this everyone versus the SEC mentality. And to say, you know what, we're going to gobble up the biggest markets in the country. So Big Ten has New York City market. Big Ten has Chicago market. Big Ten now has L.A. market. That's the top three. Big Ten has the Philadelphia market. And the Big Ten has the Washington, D.C. market. Now, you think that Philly, Washington, D.C., and, and New York are not traditionally huge college football markets. But that's not how ESPN thinks. That's not how Fox FS1 thinks. The SEC's TV deals were $300 million a year, which is shattered records. The Big Ten's deal, people are already talking that the Big Ten's deal could be worth a billion dollars annually. Because you have all the markets other than Texas and Atlanta, you got everything else. You own it all. So do you have Bama? Do you have the best team? No. Do you have Clemson? No. But you have Ohio State, which I've told people over and over again, Ohio State's a much bigger brand than Alabama. Alabama's a better football program. But historically, Ohio State's been great for 50 consecutive years. Michigan, bigger brand than Alabama. USC, bigger brand than Alabama. And we know that LSU and Georgia, those are regional brands. You ever been at an airport in Seattle and seen a Georgia sweatshirt? Come on. The SEC schools often want to hitch their wagon to the to the star of the Crimson Tide. But Alabama can't carry you versus the rest of the entire country. Nobody from LSU, you don't see any LSU, there are no LSU bars out in Vegas or in Montana. It's not a national brand. The Florida Gators are not a national brand. They're regional. And they're fantastic regional schools. But the Big Ten schools are better schools. So that's the other thing. That's the other thing that people don't want to talk about. You have to be, uh, I can't, it's a, some type of accreditation. You have to have a special accreditation to be a Big Ten school, which is why they're not really looking to get into some of the Southern schools. Now, I think they're going to make a run in North Carolina. Because North Carolina is a great school. And they're kind of waiting to see what Notre Dame does because Notre Dame now, they're in a situation where Notre Dame has to figure out, are they going to, they're probably going to make more money now joining a conference than not. And with musical chairs, do they want to be the last people standing? And Notre Dame has to make a difficult decision. I think Oregon and Washington will end up in the Big Ten. So you keep a pod system where you have four West Coast schools. Washington's a great school. Oregon's a good school that has the Nike money. And they'll be Big Ten schools. And maybe the Pac-12 is gobbled up by what's left of the Big 12. Maybe you have like a, a Conference USA type of situation. And what you're setting up is two big conferences. You're setting up a power two. And that really is where this has always been going. That's where it's going to go with the NIL money. The other thing about the SEC with the NIL money, you don't think you don't think there's more money in, in Los Angeles than there is in Tuscaloosa? 
because I can promise you that there is. And that's what Nick Saban was talking about when he was when he was getting on on Texas A and M and Jimbo Fisher when they were fighting back and forth over whose program was dirtier. And he was basically saying to the boosters, "Hey, Texas A and M has a better recruiting class than us. They spent their oil money on getting the best players. If you don't spend more money, we're not going to get the best players." Well. How much more money is there in Hollywood than there is in Tuscaloosa or Athens, Georgia or Gainesville, Florida or Knoxville, Tennessee or Nashville, Tennessee or Lexington, Kentucky? And it's not just football because you have basketball. You have NIL for basketball. UCLA is a is a basketball powerhouse. Adding them for the Big Ten is is huge. Big Ten doesn't really have a basketball powerhouse. It, it, it's such a smart chestnut checkers business move. I don't love it. I, I don't think that there's a regional rivalry for Rutgers versus UCLA. I'm not excited about that, 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 that Saturday morning game. It's going to have to be at like 11 a.m. so that the players can fly back, back west. So I'm not, I'm not excited for UCLA to go play at Maryland. But the big picture is you're not going to have conferences. You're not going to have divisions. You're going to have two leagues that have like 24 or 30 teams in them. And they're going to be the two leagues. you got to go through those two leagues, and they might have – they're going to get three bids. You're going to have one at-large bid, and that's your championship every year. And the Big Ten is very smart because they've made their brand national. It used to be a Midwest brand. And then they added Penn State. And then they added Rutgers and Maryland to go, to go further east to get into those TV markets. And now they're, now they're in L.A. When you have five of the top seven markets, you control, A, the TV revenue, and B, the NIL money. And that's the only way that they can catch the SEC. They can't beat them based on the talent pools in those states, but they can outspend them, and they can outcapitalism them, and that's exactly what the Big Ten has done. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 was the, hot. the blue, orange, and white. Got those. Yeah, got yeah, a fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those into the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and those I got the studio. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you, these I don't even know what a Stan, Stan Smith is. The Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas, classic. So we're classic. Hold down. up, hold up. The first Air Force Ones, the Dunks, the Flights. Uh, what else was was crazies? Uh, uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now. Just a little more, the feeling someone's always there. 
electric made extraordinary ingenuity in motion it listens learns adapts and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial the EQS from Mercedes-Benz it's the car electric has been waiting for this is James Lewis host of the Lance Day Radio Network Many years ago, I started this show on YouTube in my downtown Seattle studio apartment. I was flat broke and had no cable or internet. Had to walk to the Starbucks roastery or Pike and Miner just to upload the show for my dozens of listeners. This is why it's so exciting to be back in Seattle on KIXI Kixie, 880 AM weekdays from 4 to 5 PM. We'll be talking sports, music, healthcare, and just a little bit of politics. I think of the 206 is my second home, and it's great to be back.